contest? Oh, please, there's always a contest with an X. It's called Who Will Die Miserable? Miserable. Hey, it's me, SGB, and welcome to my podcast, Call Me By Your Ex, where I and my guests talk about surviving life after love in Paris and anywhere. Well, you heard me saying I and my guests, but this episode, I decided to do this one alone because this is the first time I'm getting in this territory. And I really wanted to share my experience before I invite anyone else to share their experience, their tips, their tricks. So we are going to listen to me alone talking about sex clubs in Paris. And before we start, I want to say if you have never been to swinger clubs or sex clubs, but want to discover them, I suggest you go with someone that you trust. Well, that's a, I mean, I know it's a bit of a no brainer, but what I mean is go with someone that you will feel safe with. In the end, it should be a fun experience. And I don't think you even have to be a couple. I think you can just go with someone as like as friends and let them have their excitement and, and enjoyment um, in the club. So, when I decided to do this episode, I started writing things down. I decided to write things down in the order that I wanted to share with the world. And when I finished, started writing, I read and it felt like I was being a bit judgmental. <laughs> I can be a bit judgmental, but uh, for this one in particular, it sounded really judgmental. So I just want to say I'm not here to trash sex clubs. I'm just here to talk about my experience and what I didn't like about them in particular. And maybe I've been to the wrong ones. So please let me know if you've been to the been to ones that you felt much better about yourself and your sexuality, I would love to hear it. So we are going to look into the sex clubs that I've been in six categories. The entrance, the club, social areas, sex areas, drugs, and aftermath. So, so let's start with entrance, shall we? First rule you can enter the club as an alone woman but you cannot enter the club as an alone man again it's a no-brainer i think it's about protecting the the woman inside which is nice enough thank you so much dear sex clubs because the other rule that i'm going to tell you is so not on the side of women that is why i started judging these places from the get-go so if you're a woman getting into these clubs there's a dress code you cannot wear a pant or a short you have to wear a skirt or a dress and in my opinion this is the most unreasonable rule i've seen for a sex club the reason is first of all the rule itself screams easy access which i found very degrading to women and if there is a hustle between me and my pant, it's my problem. It shouldn't be anybody else's problem. So I, that's where I really felt like, mm, okay, I am actually reviewed as a thing and like a stereotypical thing that I have to have a, a nice um, skirt or a dress that someone can just really easily slip into. Yikes. 
And the third rule of the entrance is that the entrance fee, it includes one drink. I remember the entrance fee being 35 euros per person, which is, I guess it's okay, right? Like if you just want to go and try, like you will not feel bad that you didn't do anything inside because you paid so much money. So it's kind of like in the middle, like you will not feel bad about yourself if you didn't do anything inside. And we are jumping into our second category. So welcome to the club. If you are wearing a dress, you enter in the social area. So this area, someone is coming from the club staff and greeting you, checking you in, asking you your names, taking your coat and phone. No phones allowed, obviously. And after you successfully enter, there is a there is a social area where no funky shit is happening. So this is where you have the bar. Usually there are like two, three bartenders that are also like greeting you, asking you what would you like. They are super friendly. And they are so friendly that it almost makes you feel self-conscious because, you know, when you go to a regular bar, the bartender doesn't know what goes through your head or what's going to happen to you that night. But in this club, they know why, why you're there and what's going to happen. So that made me a bit self-conscious about myself, I guess. And speaking about the bar, there is also a candy bar. Um, in these places, there's always a big candy bar with various, uh, various, various kinds of candies. And I felt like that is much more interesting than swinging, but we will get there. And finally, when you enter the club, you know how it's important, the scenery, when you get, get in somewhere, like even when you go to a dance club or a regular cocktail bar, the decoration and everything that surrounds the place is really important to, to, to feel good about yourself. And oh my, this, this is one of the worst aspects of these clubs for me. Um, I felt like the decoration and everything was very tasteless. It was only like velvet, um, cave vibes, colors associated with sex, I guess, like purple, red, black, lace. So it was really like being in one of those tourist cafes on Champs-Élysées, but instead you have stripper poles and complimentary condoms and of course, lace masks. So you got in, you got over the fact that the decoration is horrible. You have the social areas. So when I say social areas, the reason is if you're a couple who, who've been there and if you want to swing, of course, you have to socialize with other couples to see if you can hang out through the night. And if you are not, which means you are basically there to just do a bit of voyeuring or a bit of exhibitionism as well. So... There is like a couple things that you have to, I think, know about your sexuality before you get into these clubs. So having a social area is actually really helping you to understand that. Like, are you okay to have sex with this couple or are you okay for them to watch you or are you okay for you to watch them? Yeah, there are like many layers. And for the social areas, I find the cigarette room uh, always to be the most social one because 
uh, there, you know, you can just easily start up a conversation. It's not as big as the other places in the club. So technically, you always get a chance to ask someone, you know, like, do you have a lighter or oh, where are you from? And usually when I was talking to people, they were always like, oh, so what's your name? And I'm like, my name is Leah. So I was completely lying to them. Because I'm like, okay, I don't have to tell my real name. I mean, I'm never going to see these people again. So I can just lie about myself. But then when I realized I was lying about myself, I had to make up all these other lies because my accent was giving me away. Like, clearly, I'm not French. So I had to have a backstory, which kind of made me get out of the moment a little bit. And I'm like, okay. I'm kind of in my own spy movie right now. So let's just tell them my name. Let's just lie. And then we get on with it. <laughs> so until now, we got our drink, which is included with the entrance fee. And we smoked. So it's about to go to the sex areas. And to pass these sex areas with action, you have to pass through thick velvet curtains or go through rooms. And these areas are not small also, even though the apartments in Paris are 20 square meters, sex clubs are not like that. <laughs> they really put the effort in, in the sex clubs. So when you arrive in the sex areas, it usually consists of like big seating areas, of course, long velvet couches wrapping the room from one corner to the other. And you always have like a mini table where you can put your drink, but basically it's for if you're with a couple and if you're still talking before you start having sex. The mood is definitely not eyes wide shut. I mean, at least it was not for me. It was not a, it's not a classy way of having an orgy. I don't know if there is a classy way of having an orgy. I think there is. And what I mean by that is for me, I always imagined, you know, an orgy has a more ancient vibe, has a more Mediterranean vibe, like with silk gowns and silk sheets, silk curtains flowing down from high ceilings, sunset and grapes. <laughs> I think the, I said so much silk, silk should be my safe word from now on. Um, <laughs> and if you're a couple and if you're with a couple that you want to swing with, that this is where the magic happens. Like, of course, the sex rooms are where the magic happens. But you, as I said before, you have to be also okay with people watching you doing funky things. Um, the reason I'm saying this is because, again, like when I was in this position, I felt incredibly self-conscious. Since you are not just swinging, you are also becoming an exhibitionist. Uh, at some points, you are becoming a voyeur as well. I must say it's a lot to digest if you have never explored your sexuality openly before. When I say explored, like put it on practice in front of other people. It really, it can really brings, it can really bring that self-consciousness. Look at me getting self-conscious so many times, which brings me to my other point, by the way, is that um, some of most of the time, not some of the time, most of the time, some people in these clubs and some couples in these clubs, they are not there to swing. But most of the time they are there to watch or 
um, basically exhibit sex to other people, which is a kink, which is we support and we we admire. I cannot be like that. And I admire people who can own their sexuality in front of other people that they don't know. Uh, but it really is not working for me. And which brings me to my other category, drugs, because I feel like drugs are a part of this experience. As I said, if you are not really comfortable opening up yourself from the get go. So I think having some lovey dovey drugs can help you experience things maybe in an in another lovely way but it also can bring you down because as i said music and the decoration and the mood in these places cannot maybe really match where your head at so it can really give you a bad trip so i really that's why in the beginning i advise you to go with someone that you trust so that at least part of you feels comfortable enough to explore some other things and speaking about drugs, I really believe Swinger Club's official drug is cocaine. I haven't seen anyone doing it out in the open, but I'm sure it, it, it's been happening in the toilets and then coming to the sex areas. Um, the men in these clubs particularly are too hyped uh, all the time. So I was always thinking, okay, like there, there must be something that they're snorting to their brain. When it comes to talking about how man is acting in these clubs, by the way, even the rule of you have to wear a dress said a lot about these clubs to me. But then being inside the club and having someone touching your ass without your consent also made another impression about the club on me because I really feel like these clubs in particular that I've been were very straight male oriented. And when I say straight male oriented is because the treatment these men were giving to women in these clubs were uh, felt a bit off for me. They were really treating women like meat. And I'm not really in that camp, like, I don't like that. If the woman is giving consent to, to these men, for sure. But like, the way they kind of treated women was not nice, in a way. I mean, I know we are all there for, for sex. I know we are all there to fulfill a certain fantasy. But it doesn't mean that you cannot be human and maybe first start a conversation before grabbing my ass. So that that really, really bothered me a lot. And finally, after you finish your night, I mean, if you vibe with a couple, they usually want your contact details. So you can, you know, throw your own party or go to another club, whatever. I usually always felt like, Ooh, I have to delete their number. Like in the morning, I was sometimes, I mean, I was giving my number because I wanted to be nice. And then in the morning, ghosting all the way i like i never met you i don't know you have a nice life <laughs> i know it sounds horrible but you know it's just one of these things you do sometimes you don't even want to talk with the people that you had a party with the next day so this is the harsh reality 
when we talk about the aftermath, I think it comes with certain things because aftermath is like, okay, it's done, it's over, now you're going back home. Each time I was going back home, I was thinking, because I, because I didn't like the experience, I, I was like, am I not open enough? Am I not um, free enough? Am I not independent enough that I'm doing, that when I do these things that I don't like it? And then I realized being more open doesn't mean you should do things that is not in your wheelhouse or not in your wants. So I realized in my relationships, sex can be even tricky with two people. So inviting more people in before you know or enjoy each other really didn't work for me at all. I'm sure there are other couples that is working for them. So no judgment, but it really didn't work for me. And in the end, if you feel safe and trust your partner or your friend uh, who will accompany you on your pleasure journey, just to make sure that you're on the same page, you know, you're there to have fun. Just make sure that before you go, what is that you actually want to do so you're not surprised and, you know, there are no bad or hurt feelings. Because sometimes, you know, you can be like, okay, we are just going to go and watch and maybe one of you would want to do something and then the other one is like kind of caught off guard. You don't want to do that to the other person. So just be open and honest from the get-go. Well, I hope you enjoyed this one. I really want to do other episodes on sex clubs and dark rooms with guests who experienced it. So if you've been to swinger clubs and or dark rooms, and if you don't believe in oversharing, please send your voice note or text so I can invite you and we can talk about your stories and share it on the podcast. Please email to callmebyyourex at gmail.com for your stories or you can come to the chat room on Discord. I'm going to put the link for Discord in the episode description. Let's meet, talk, record another Sex Clubs episode together. Sharing is caring, you guys. Bye. Oh, please. There's always a contest with an ex. Just go, who will die miserable? Miserable. Miserable.